Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Thunderstruck. Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, import expenses, additional restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships registry, Bahamas, Panama. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of SI's new podcast, Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered some of the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. And now that continues on our show. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. 
Good morning, everybody. It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight fire for Monday, December 21st. Hope everybody had a strong, fun winter weekend. I know all my friends in the Northeast were digging out. I had to uh, speak to them over text message and social media, and they, <laughs> I don't miss the snow. I'll just say that out here in sunny California. We had a great family-filled weekend, and um, I don't know where to start on the sports front. It was a bittersweet Sunday. Uh, Saturday was amazing. Did the radio show, celebrated my daughter's eighth birthday because we live in L.A. and there is no snow and we're in the middle of a pandemic and you can't do a damn thing, we got snow shipped in. Uh, we had, a, they had this, mach- this company comes up with a snow machine and dumps snow in your backyard and you play in the snow all weekend. And um, I swept the college football slate, the picks that we gave out on Friday on Straight Fire, 3-0, and and the NFL pick, 4-0. and It was a great gambling weekend for me, 6-2 and on the Sunday picks, we'll get to best bet later. And it all went out the window Sunday when the winless Jets won and lost Trevor Lawrence. And my big takeaway, folks, I've got several, obviously. I need to choose my words carefully because um, you guys know I tend to get heated. I'm an emotional man. That's what we are. We're emotional. We get fired up during sports. If you can't get excited during sports, you got problems. Um Sunday, I was, uh, you know, watching football. Uh, My daughter would come by, talk to me about it, and my son would come by. He'd chat about it. And for whatever reason, Honey Badger was playing a solid game for Arizona. And I showed him the highlight of Honey Badger at LSU returning that punt for a touchdown in the SEC title game. And I was like, look, look, dude, I remember watching that. I was like, Bryce, look at my arms. I've got goosebumps because this was such an electrifying return. Stadium's going crazy. And then he had another punt return later in the game where he's just juking guys left and right. And I'm like, this is sports. I love it. It's just fun. It's exciting. And within 30 minutes, I was just a solemn blank stare as the Jets lost Trevor Lawrence, and it was a meaningless victory that in three months, nobody will remember, in six months, it'll be an afterthought. You won't know the score a year from now, but losing Trevor Lawrence, that's a generational change right there for the Jets. You get a quarterback, and I don't want to hear this garbage, oh, well, come on, Trevor Lawrence is good, but he's not the best quarterback ever. Guys, we've had a couple former GMs on this podcast. We've had some NFL reporters Trevor Lawrence is the best prospect to come out of college since Andrew Luck. Do you remember what Andrew Luck did after he came from Stanford to the NFL? The Colts, who were 1-15, went to the playoffs the first year, lost first round. Went to the playoffs second year, lost second round. Went to the playoffs third year, lost in the AFC Championship game. And I believe that was the deflate gate game with the Patriots. After that, you know, Andrew Luck had some injuries, had the early retirement. But this is what you get when you get a generational quarterback. Instant success. It should be prolonged success. Now, finding that in the draft is extremely challenging. I've talked about this at length. You know, you get Dan Marino, Dolphins are set for 15 years. Okay? They didn't win a Super Bowl, but they were in the playoffs almost every year. They went to a Super Bowl, and you at least have a foundation to build upon. The Jets have not had that. 
Trevor Lawrence was that guy. I looked at his stats. I mean, and again, it's just the stats. And Rob G's going to come on here. We're going to go back and forth on some stuff. Trevor Lawrence, freshman year, 24 touchdowns, four interceptions, zero losses. Second year, 34 TDs, eight picks, one loss to a historically loaded LSU team with Joe Burrow. And an insane defense. And the offense is just off the charts. Third year, 24 TDs, four picks. Trevor Lawrence has one loss in his career. And I know the stats, Jason, who cares about the stats? It's the poise. It's the toughness. And the one highlight that I told Rob G before the podcast, I said, you just watch that highlight. That's all you need. It's not even a pass. It was the Clemson-Ohio State game last year in the playoff. One of the best football games in college I've seen in years. I had a lot of money on that game. I had Clemson. I loved Clemson as a side. A lot of people had Ohio State. Um, And Ohio State's mostly dominating that game, and Trevor Lawrence put the team on his back. He had a quarterback draw that was like a 52-yard touchdown run that you don't see quarterbacks do. They just don't do that. And Ohio State, that defense loaded with NFL prospects, stacked. Guys who were drafted, first round, second round, third round. Like, Trevor Lawrence outran them. You don't see that. You just don't see that. The guy's amazing. And now the Jets lost him. And he's going to go to Jacksonville and probably have success there. And it sucks. And I'm really, really pissed off. Um, And I don't want to hear the spin. Well, Justin Fields, Jay, you see him against Northwestern? I know it's one game. Don't want to overreact. I like Justin Fields a lot. If he was going to be the number two pick to Jacksonville, all good. Hey, Jacksonville's got a potential franchise quarterback. Jets have a franchise in Trevor Lawrence. Now, it's not over, to be honest. Maybe Jacksonville somehow beats Chicago, although I would say there's zero chance of that. Maybe Jacksonville beats the Colts in Week 17. I would say there's less than 0% chance of that. Yes, I know. Jacksonville beat him in the opener. Um, all that being said, uh, the Jets lost him. And I, I'm not ready to have the discussion. I did talk to Cowherd on the phone uh, Sunday, you know, just mourning the loss of Trevor Lawrence. And there is an idea that, well, maybe we keep Sam Darnold. Guys, Sam Darnold is in year three, I believe, okay? You got to pay the guy if you're keeping him. The big, big bonus of Trevor Lawrence was, oh, we got him on the rookie deal for four years, and then you pay him heading into the fifth. Or three years, you pay him heading into the fourth. You got to pay Darnold now. I mean, he hasn't earned big money. Maybe you get him on the cheap, okay. But Trevor Lawrence on the rookie deal, then you build, you go spend, you get Allen Robinson. You get players around him. All right, the one, one positive spin I can have, and I have a lot of Jets fans who are friends who listen to this, and I know you're going to text me and email me and DM me on the gram. This Rob G is the one potential saving grace. Look at the last few quarterback drafts, okay? The number one guy has not been the best guy, okay? 2015, Jameis Winston was the number one pick. Marcus Mariota was number two. Both of them were supposed to be foundational guys. Jameis Winston's never been to a playoff game. He's on his second team. Marcus Mariota, I think, I liked him better than Winston at the time. He fizzled out, did go to a playoff game, won in Tennessee. Neither of those guys is with the team that drafted them. 2016, Goff went one, Wentz went two. Now, Goff's been to a Super Bowl, but we know his limitations. He was very bad against the Jets. He's what's holding back that team, and they paid him now, and I don't know how the hell McVay gets out of that. Carson Wentz, we'll get to shortly, is a train wreck right now. 
I mean, he's he's a lost dog just wandering aimlessly, and either he he or his agent is feeding Adam Schefter some dumb stuff, and Carson Wentz is uh, they don't he's officially out in Philly, and because he, he's lost his job, Jalen Hurts was great on Sunday, um, in defeat, 2017, Trubisky went second, which we all knew at the time was laughable. Mahomes went tenth. Watson went twelfth. Mahomes going tenth is that's a positive. Justin Fields could be Pat Mahomes. No, he's not going to be Pat Mahomes. 2018, Baker Mayfield goes one. Darnold, three. Josh Allen, seven. Rosen, 10. I don't even know if he's in the league. Lamar Jackson, 32. So Lamar's been to the playoffs twice. Won an MVP, doesn't have a playoff win. Josh Allen has been to the playoffs. He's going to go to the playoffs this year. There is a sneaky Super Bowl team this year. So Josh Allen could be the, end up being the best quarterback from there. So there is some, hey, don't worry about the team that goes first, getting the first quarterback. And you could spin it to the Jets really, really, really need to nail their coach because that is what has put Mahomes. I mean, we know Mahomes has talent, but pairing him with Andy Reid, that's game over, okay? Frank Reich was a, a Yoda of sorts to Carson Wentz. Frank Reich leaves for the Colts. Say goodnight to Carson Wentz. Um, look at how many offensive coordinators Marcus Mariota had been through in Tennessee. That was one of the big reasons he never had success. There was no continuity. Never could find that coach. Um, Josh Allen now has partnered up with Brian Daybowl in Buffalo. And I don't know if we're setting up for a Frank Reich situation where if Daybowl gets a head coaching job, and he will, what happens to Josh Allen? I don't know. We'll see. Baker Mayfield on his, what, third coach already? Like, you know, coaching really matters, and I guess that's my positive spake takeaway <sighs> from the Jets losing Trevor Lawrence. And one last note. I did find it interesting that on social media Sunday, we had a Super Bowl preview happening with the Chiefs and the Saints, and all anybody cared about was what's next. And Trevor Lawrence and the Jets were the big social media topic as opposed to what's right now, Kansas City and the Saints. Now, Rob G., what do you think that says about, I don't know if it's the state of social media, the state of NFL media, but it almost felt to me like an NBA moment where nobody really cares about the NBA games. It's what's next that's big. Where's James Harden going? Oh, yeah, I kind of care about this game, but is Harden going to get traded? Is Kawhi staying with the Clippers? What's next is always what's really interesting to me because everybody can see what's now. And frankly, I didn't think Chiefs-Saints was a great game. I thought it was a good game. But am I wrong? No, you're not wrong at all. And I think that um, because the hype around Trevor Lawrence has been building and building now for, what, three years, and the Jets finally had him in their grasp. I think that's why it was such a big deal. And and the Chiefs winning a game is not news anymore. They win all the time. It's just who's going to knock them off. And so I I watched every minute of that uh, Chiefs-Saints game because I had some big fantasy implications in that game, so I had to watch it. But, I mean, like you said, it was a good game. It wasn't a great game. It wasn't, you know, it didn't have the same buildup as uh, Saints-Bucks uh, to open the season. You know, it didn't, didn't have that kind of buildup. So... I totally understand why social media was buzzing more over the fact that it was the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes and because it was the Jets and they had been, you know, 
praying for that moment. You've been praying for that moment for so long. This was the guy. And so I'm not surprised at all. Um, yes, the Chiefs uh, were the Golden State Warriors. Remember when they were like the greatest show in the NFL? But they now win every game, and they often don't cover the spread. Um, 22-1 and one in their last 23 games. Like, they're going to win. Mahomes is going to be great. And that's that. Like, I, I don't want to say it's like boring, but I, I'm a huge, huge Mahomes fan. I love watching him. But... For me, that game was like uh, Drew Brees is like borderline unwatchable. Like I, you know, he started out so badly. I mean, the Saints guys really. Uh, we sh- we were gonna go Carson one second, but I mean, the New Orleans Saints were terrible on Sunday. Now you could say, hey, Jason, it was Drew Brees' first game back. You know, cut the guy some slack. Um, Drew Brees was awful. Fifteen of thirty-four, two hundred thirty-four yards, forty-four percent completions. They were fixing to get blown out. If not for that bomb that Breeze hit down the sideline to get them into the red zone and, and and kind of flip things, but if you just look at the box score, the Chiefs thirty four first downs to fifteen for New Orleans. The Saints were one of eleven on third down. They were in chuck and duck mode. That's how they got back in this game, folks. The New Orleans Saints had the ball for eighteen minutes and forty six seconds. The Chiefs totally controlled that game because the Saints were back to their old self. Leading the league in penalties at one point. They had 10 penalties for 93 yards. Couldn't run the football. And the Chiefs, uh, you know, Rob G, we we watched the strategy of how to hang with KC, right? Uh, don't blitz him. Just dare him to run the football. Zone it up. Try to confuse Mahomes. And let's see what we can do. And what did the Chiefs say? We will take the run. Thank you very much. 41 carries, 179 rushing yards. We got Le'Veon. We got Edward Tolaire. And when you do give Pat Mahomes the opportunity, he will make you pay. Three touchdown passes. You know, that's a wrap. Um, I, I, I just, I don't think anybody's beaten KC. And uh, I still am confused as to who's coming out of the NFC because, you know, Rob G, it seems like every time I see a good NFC performance from someone, I declare them maybe my favorite team in the NFC, the team to beat, and then they promptly go out and lay an egg. Seattle has done that. Uh, have the Packers done that yet? No, no not the yet. Packers have not done that, so I'll crown them now so they get their butts kicked next week. Um, the Rams, of course, did that to the Jets. I don't know who the best team is in the NFC. I mean, Tampa Bay can't get out of their own way. Um, I, I want to know what happened at halftime when you're down 17 nothing to Matty Ice. And the offense had, and I got the totals here because I was stunned. I wrote this down, 61 yards at halftime for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Okay? Atlanta had 261 yards. And then Tampa Bay comes out in the second half and blows their doors off. I mean, you know, you expect that when it's Tom Brady against Matt Ryan. You know, Matt Ryan's going to have just nightmares for the rest of his life about Tom Brady. Like, it's just brutal. Uh, Brady just up and down the field. Tough non-cover there for Bucks backers. Uh, after a horrible spot, it would, should have been fourth and one. The Bucks would have kicked to go up seven, and they would have covered because, you know, Matty Ice is not coming back. Uh, hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. 
they play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? Um, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Instead, they give them horrible spot the first down and you know they get out of there with the four-point win I, I was not overly impressed with Tampa Bay they're very inconsistent I mean you score zero in the first half you score 31 in the second half I don't know what the defensive game plan was we talked about this last week Matt Ryan sixth most sacked quarterback in the NFL coming into the game they didn't touch him for three quarters one quarterback hit what happens in the fourth Three sacks. They finally dial up the blitz. Like, I, I, I just, Todd Bowles, Bruce Arians, uh, Tom Brady, you guys got to figure this shit out, man. This is, this is getting tired. Rob G., there is no bigger gap between the eye test and the stats than the Tampa Bay Bucks because the statistics say they are a top five team. Aaron Schatz, football outsiders, we've had them on the pod. Top five offense, top five defense, Tampa Bay. You look at this team. And you're like, eh, I don't know. what are they? Are, are they good? Can they run the football? Uh, you know, what, what's going on here? Godwin, four catches? Like, 
What are we doing? Is this team good? I don't know. But the stats say they are. That's going to be a tough team to handicap come playoff time. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. First in the pages of the magazine, then on SI.com. And now that tradition continues on a new podcast. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. We'll ask the questions that we're all wondering and push for the answers we all want. Everything from investigating the Super Bowl's impact on L.A. to examining why booing is as big a part of the fan experience as cheering. Sports Illustrated Weekly is here to bring you the entertaining tales you can't get anywhere else. The kinds of stories that make you smile and laugh, clap and cry, marvel, think, and fall in love with sports all over again. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Um, all right, so we hit on the Jets. We hit a little bit on Tom Brady. I do want to wrap up with this Carson Wentz situation in Philadelphia. So I, I, I'm unclear if it's the agent or Carson Wentz telling the agent to put this out there or what. But before the game started on Sunday, big story that Carson Wentz is not interested in being a backup and he doesn't want to come back if he's going to be the backup. Like, I think we touched on this a couple weeks ago, but when Carson Wentz was having the yips and the media was going after him and the city of Philly had turned on him, this was the first time in his football career he's faced big adversity. And a lot of life can be defined by how you handle adversity. And I think without a doubt, Carson Wentz is really, really doing a poor job of handling his first adversity in the NFL. You guys have to remember... Eagles traded up to number two to get Wentz. He's had a weird career. They go up to number two to grab him. People are like, wait a sec, you're doing what? You're drafting a redhead from North Dakota State? What are you guys doing? And you got Joey Bosa on the board. I know there was a Ezekiel Elliott crowd out there. You guys know how I feel about running backs that high. But Goff was terrible as a rookie. Wentz was really much better than Goff. If you remember, Goff started out, he went number one. Goff was zero touchdowns and seven picks at one point. And they were like, oh my gosh, what did the Rams do? And Carson Wentz quietly is like a 500 team, 16 touchdowns. He was like, okay, this guy's pretty good. And then the next year, Wentz is like the MVP through 13 weeks. And it's like, oh, whoa, 33 touchdowns, seven picks. 
I remember fondly being on the Steelers against the Eagles, not buying the Carson Wentz hype, and the Eagles blew their doors off. It was like 41-7 or 33-7, something obscene. And that was when it was like, okay, Carson Wentz is for real. This guy's good. Uh, this is a good team. And then he tears his ACL and against the Rams. I was at the game. Uh, it was just a weird thing where he starts walking gingerly to the locker room. And we're looking, because you don't have a signal in the Coliseum. And we're watching him walk to the locker room like, well, that's weird. Then he just never came back. And that was one of those seminal moments that changed everything in his career. Nick Foles took over, and they win the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know? And then Frank Reich leaves for the Colts. And Carson Wentz has never returned to being a star that he was in that second year. He's been good, but... Nick Foles left, and there was no pressure like, oh, who's the guy? So then they draft Jalen Hurts, and I wonder if some of that has crept into his head looking over his shoulder. And now Jalen Hurts has come in. And again, I don't think he's the long-term solution in Philly, but it's undeniable that he gives them a better chance to win. Um, he had 338 yards passing against Arizona, three touchdowns. He did get sacked six times. It's basically like a Wentz-type performance. Um, before Wentz lost the job. Hurts fumbled three times, uh, didn't lose any of them. So he's got a, you know, ball security is an, op is an issue. But, I mean, he gave them an opportunity to win, fighting and fighting. I, I was totally impressed. It's a team down 16-0 to Atlanta. Uh, sorry, Arizona, sorry. Trailing 16-0 on the road in your first start, and all of a sudden, boom, you come back. And, and like, Jalen Hurts is the real deal. I don't know if he's the long-term solution, but for now... He's giving him a chance. Carson Wentz ain't getting the job back. And I, you, this ain't the NBA. You can't say, I demand a trade. Like, it's, it doesn't work like that, Carson Wentz. You're going to have to man up and just be like, okay, this is the hand I'm dealt. Um, I'm going to have to beat him out for the job. Uh, and if I don't, I'm going to be the highest paid backup quarterback maybe in NFL history. Uh, and the Eagles will have a decision to make. But... Again, how you handle adversity says a lot about you. And right now, Carson Wentz is not handling it well. So those are my big kind of three takeaways from Sunday in the NFL. We didn't touch much on Saturday. Um, you know, Buffalo, uh, easy, easy winner over Denver. Um, Green Bay won handily. A Sunday slate was pretty ugly. Um, I guess we could probably do a couple minutes on the New England Patriots being knocked out of the playoffs for the first time in, I believe it was 12 years. Uh, you know, the unbelievable run is is done. Uh, Belichick lost to a rookie quarterback. You know, I, I that was one of the bad bets I gave out. I felt like the Patriots were the side. I would probably make that bet again. But um, New England, just they're just not a good football team. Like, you don't expect to see the Patriots getting run all over in the fourth quarter, just letting Miami... Uh, with somebody named Salvan Ahmed, whoever that is, you know, a rookie who was undrafted, just running over New England. 23 carries, 122 yards. Matt Breida, 12 for 86. Um, he can't stop the run. That Miami run for 250 yards. Essentially, Brian Flores said, we're taking the ball out of Tua's hands. He had a bad, bad, bad red zone interception in the uh, on the first drive, I believe. They were blanked at halftime. Patriots up 6-0. And Brian Flores, a great adjustment, said, why are we throwing? Everybody's hurt. Uh, no Parker, no Jakeem Grant, no Gusecki. 
the number the number one targeted guy was a kid a rookie named Lynn Bowden Jr. who Rob G's Raiders drafted earlier this year. He was such a nightmare and an egomaniac at camp and ran his mouth so much they traded him in a couple months. He resurfaced in Miami and now he was their leading targeted guy because everyone else is hurt. Their number two targeted guy, a tight end named Durham Smythe. And Rob G, I don't know if you watched any of that game, but I've never heard of anyone with the first name Durham. Like, I don't know. How do you name your <laughs> No, I, I can honestly, I've never met a guy named Durham. Durham. That's a city. But now, apparently you're not supposed to play poke. Uh, you're not supposed to play pool against guys whose first name is a city. I think that's like a cardinal rule. Like those guys are pool sharks. Um, Durham Smythe had a good game. against. I'd never heard that before. Patriots. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to educate. Well, I mean, let, let's not spend too much time on the Patriots because nobody cares about that game at this point. The big story, like you mentioned at the top of the show, is the Jets. And I wanted to talk you off the ledge a little bit. I know that you were, you know, crying yourself to sleep, you know, using your tears and, and wiping them all over a frame photo you have of Trevor Lawrence in the Photoshop Jets jersey. I saw it on your desktop. But we just had one of the great NFL team builders... Scott McLuhan. Yeah. Frank Gore has said to Scott McLuhan, Sam Darnold is the truth. Sam Darnold is a franchise quarterback. Now, I don't know if I personally don't see it, but I trust Frank Gore's judgment a lot more than my judgment. (laughs) And this whole idea, though, about Trevor Lawrence, that he is a savior, that he is going to show up and make whatever team that he's on an instant, you know, legitimate threat. I'm not saying Super Bowl contender, but a, a legitimate team. He's most been compared to Andrew Luck. Yeah. Everybody likes to talk about Andrew Luck, you know, 11 and 5, 11 and 5. Yeah. You look at what he was doing on those seasons. 23 touchdowns, 18 picks. 23 touchdowns, 9 picks. He had one great season 2014, 40 touchdowns, 16 picks. But and, and, either way, he was a turnover machine. His best seasons, quarterback rating-wise, were right around 96. You know who has a 96 quarterback rating in today's NFL? Guys like Matthew Stafford, (laughs) Baker Mayfield, Tom Brady. But again, because his team was 11-5, and they say, oh, well, he's he's a great quarterback. You know, he wins. Wow. Are you denigrating Andrew Luck? Yes. I mean, like, it's not to say he's a bad quarterback. He's not a bad quarterback. He's a very solid quarterback above average quarterback but he's not like this this god's gift to quarterback play like people make him out to be and the same thing can be said about trevor lawrence trevor lawrence for all of his abilities turns the ball over a lot for a guy of his stature he's thrown what already four picks in eight games that he's played this season he threw eight picks the year before that and what i'm saying is you can't assume because he has these measurables, which his measurables aren't even that great to begin with, that he's going to be the guy who shows up and just makes this thing all work. There's so much that goes into building a good football team. And sorry to say, but your Jets needed a lot more than just a quarterback for them to become a good football team. And I think that them losing, and I still think they're going to have at worst a number two pick, if Sam Darnold is as good as a Frank Gore is, is, thinks he is, they can trade that pick down. Someone's going to come up to get Justin Fields or whatever other quarterback that they like, 
And suddenly you have a, a a bunch of other assets you can build around Sam Darnold and get a coach in there that actually knows what he's doing. Because we've seen with Adam Gase, for whatever reason, people perform a hell of a lot better when they're away yeah, from him. This is true. Ryan Tannehill, Devontae Parker. So I don't know why you're so like more abound right now. Like you, I can see more the red Oof, in your eyes works. as we're as we're doing this this podcast because I can see on the Zoom you look like you've been crying all day. <laughs> and every I'm telling I'm, you, I, I am despondent. Uh, no tears. Oh, come on, it's a football team. Um, okay, so quickly on Andrew Luck. So when he came into the league, the Colts were one in fifteen. They were at the end of their run with Peyton Manning. Reggie Wayne was a fossil. Uh, T.Y. Hilton was a pup. That team was awful. I just started looking at some box scores when you brought them up. They're, they, they're running back with somebody named Vic Ballard. The defense had nothing. They were not a good team. Andrew Luck literally put them on his back and carried them to the playoffs somehow. Uh, the guy was a magician. I believe Trevor Lawrence will do that. Now, to address this, you know, Sam Darnold idea. Okay, so let's say you get the two, you get number two. And, um, I don't know, give me a team who wants to trade up for Justin Fields. And you decide, we're going to keep Sam Darnold. I think that we're going to keep Sam Darnold question has to be asked to your next coach. Joe Douglas, the GM, and whoever the Jets coach is need to look at the Sam Darnold tape. See if they think this is salvageable. You said Darnold, you know, hasn't been that bad. Okay, I'm looking at football outsiders. Aaron Schatz. They have a stat, D-Y-A-R. Carson Wentz is dead last at 34. Sam Darnold is at 33. Okay. Well, real quick, I, I do not mean to shit on our guy Aaron Schatz because yeah. we had him on. He's a super nice guy. But his metrics also said that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were the best team. They in did. Football. They did. Okay. Well, so but hold on. Know. That's we just take one. That with the D-Y-A-R. Right now. Then there's DVOA, another stat for quarterbacks. Sam Darnold, dead last, 34. Then there's QBR. Sam Darnold checking in at 33. By almost any metric, He's been one of the worst quarterbacks in the league this year. And then they, then it becomes qu- weird. Like, okay, well, wait a sec. Ryan Tannehill sucked with gaze, and now he's really, really good. Maybe Darnold salvageable. I don't want to hang my hat on maybe. Like, <laughs> you know, I, maybe he ain't going to cut it. Like, I, yeah. So, again, again, I don't mean to trash Andrew Luck. Like, I, I feel like I'm trashing you are. him too. It's just, okay, Andrew Luck, his, that season, we said he turned him around. They put his team on his back. 23 touchdowns, 18 picks, 55% completion percentage. He was a mediocre quarterback who turned the ball over a lot, but because when they had Peyton Manning, they never even practiced with the backups. There was a famous quote where they asked uh, uh, one of his assistant coaches, like, hey, I didn't see the backups get any practice time on the field with you guys when during your walkthroughs, anything like that. I said, oh, well, that's because uh, if Peyton's out, we're fucked, and we don't practice fucked. <laughs> So they knew that their backups were terrible. They were never going to get into a game. They never even practiced to get them to prepare for a game. So there's a reason why they went 1-15 or whatever that season was when Peyton got hurt because they had nothing behind him. So by virtue of just being a above-average talent, of course that team was going to be a lot better with Andrew Luck. And this whole idea that wins are a quarterback stat doesn't hold any water. Like that's why you have situations where people think Tom Brady is obviously the greatest quarterback who's ever played. Even though, like we've talked about on this podcast, you and I know hundreds of different football guys, former players, current players, analysts, coaches, GMs. How many of them have said that Tom Brady is the best quarterback they've ever seen? None. Zero. 
Zero. So the coach but matters. Because he has the yeah. Super Bowls. Yes, he has the Super Bowls, and that's why. There's a reason why that you've heard from 100, 200, 300 different guys. You know what? Dan Marino's the best quarterback I've ever seen. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback I've ever seen. They only have one Super Bowl between them, but because the way they play the position, you can tell which guys are great and which guys are, hey, they just happen to win. They have something about them. So you you can't just put it all on this one quarterback. Like I, I'm trying to, I, I don't mean to, to trash these other guys to help you out, but that's what I'm trying to make you see is that your team needed a lot more than just a quarterback. Yeah. And now you're going to lucked into this, even though you lost and it sucks, you're going to be able to build that team with more players. That's going to make you better in the long run. So I had, uh, if any of you listened to my Saturday radio show or you heard the podcast, it jumped, it went in the feed uh, over the weekend. I had a guy on who wrote a story about Kevin Stefanski and his impact on Stefan Diggs. Now, the story was mostly about Diggs and shifting from Minnesota to Buffalo. But in reading the story, I started to think about it. Okay, when Stefanski took over the offense in Minnesota, what happened? Kirk Cousins broke through. What was the impetus? Well, they started handing the ball off more. Stefan Diggs is... Uh, receptions and everything went down. He started to get angry that he wasn't getting the ball. But they won. Kirk Cousins got them a playoff win on the road in New Orleans. The offense was incredible. And they, you know, lost in the second round of the playoffs. The best season of Kirk Cousins' career. So Stefanski gets the job in Cleveland. What happened? Well, they had Odell Beckham, who's kind of in the Stephon Diggs role, and Odell Beckham's numbers are falling off a cliff. Now, he did get hurt. He's out for the season. But what's happening? Success with the offense. Baker Mayfield thriving. Browns headed toward the playoffs. So the coach does matter significantly. Maybe Rob G's right. You get the right offensive coordinator. Brian Dable says, I love Sam Darnold. I want to coach the Jets. He leaves Buffalo. Get a couple players. Maybe Darnold salvageable. I do like the optimism, Rob G. Thank you. I'm optimistic with the right coaching decision, the Jets can turn it around. Now, we spent way too much time talking about the Jets. I do want to quickly touch on one other thing. So, NBA starts on Tuesday. We will be giving out some futures bets. Uh, me and Rob G will bat around some preview ideas and hit you with something for Tuesday's pod. Um, obviously, we like the NBA a lot. NFL's our bread and butter. Um, I love college basketball. We barely talked any college hoops on here. I mean, Gonzaga had a huge win over the weekend. And, you know, Gonzaga's second leading scorer could have shown up at my door with a pizza on Sunday, and I would have had no clue who he was. Um, they do have an awesome guy uh, who led them, who's going to be maybe the, a top three pick in the draft. But, like, I can't do college hoops on here. Rob G will have my... Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Head. He the producers know what works, and clearly uh, the NFL works. So I, NBA fans, I know you're waiting. We'll get to some NBA. I also should add, Rob G. Um, I don't feel like Notre Dame getting in over Texas A&M to the playoff is even worthy of a topic, right? No, it's just funny that uh, on this was it 48 hours after saying if there's no families allowed in the stands then we're going to boycott the college football game. And then Notre Dame proceeded to do everything they could to get excluded from the college football playoff. And uh, luckily for them, you know, they have that one win over Clemson that helps them out from early Yeah, and, and like, uh, you know, you guys have to remember about college sports, it is a business. And I'm sorry, but Notre Dame is a great brand for the college football playoff. Casual fans f- from age, I don't know, 18 to 80, no Notre Dame. Across the country, they've got alumni and fans because Notre Dame is a historically great program. I know they haven't won a ton. Texas A&M just ain't it. Uh, I would have maybe liked to see Texas A&M in the playoff. I would have liked to see an expanded playoff. But there's no way they're taking Texas A&M to get the four seed and get destroyed by Alabama when they can get Notre Dame to get in there, draw some more eyeballs, drum up some more business, this is a business. It's a billion-dollar business. Um, I haven't seen a spread, Rob G., on Alabama-Notre Dame, but I don't. you could not make it high enough for me to take the Irish. Um, 
Alabama. I saw uh, Nick Saban. MGM 19 points. How much? 19 on Bet MGM. Now, it might have moved since then, but that was the last time I saw it. Bet yeah, MGM. I, I would take that up points. to 21. I mean, three touchdowns for that Alabama offense is nothing. Now, I know their defense is no great shakes. Uh, this is not a good Alabama defense, no doubt about that. But Notre Dame's not going to be able to keep up. They're not. No, it's 21. That's easy. Uh, that's an easy one. Clemson, Ohio State, I, that'll probably be a double-digit spread, too. Um, and I think you got to look at Clemson there. Ohio State looked very pedestrian um, against Northwestern. Again, one of the best bets that I gave out, Northwestern first half, that cashed easily. Uh, I will say this. we got to wait for the COVID stuff regarding Ohio State. They had 22 guys unable to play in the Big Ten championship game, and because... The Big Ten has like a 21-day window. Uh, a lot of them may not be eligible for the playoff. Now, I think they're going to probably res- end up changing that because... Yeah, I was going to say, they've already suggested that they're going to yeah. change it. So, you know, remember before the season, hey, we're not going to play at all. It's not safe. Yeah. Okay, we'll play later in the season. We'll, we'll hey, you know what? We are, we are not going to get... Uh, you have to get at least six wins to get in... Or six games to get into the Big Ten Championship. Well, you know, uh, we'll move around that. Yeah. Around. Hey, you got to uh, miss 21, ga- or 21 days if you have COVID. Oh, you know what? We're in the playoffs, and maybe we'll admit that too. Yeah, the Big Ten's a fraud, man. Don't, yeah, they'll, they'll, all those guys who need to play will play in that in that playoff yeah. game. All right, so that's uh, basically recapping what was a, an interesting sports weekend. Uh, not great for me um, outside of gambling. It was outstanding. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Listen, guys. Um, this was a monster weekend for us gambling. And if you guys were in on the, the picks from Friday, you want a lot of extra Christmas money. Six and two on the best bets. College football, 3-0. and Saturday's NFL favorites teaser four, uh, made us 4-0. Patriots lost 4-1. Um, Jets, Rams under. <laughs> I thought it would be like 30-7 to Rams. Uh, it was 44 and a half, landed on 43, so that made us 5 and 1. Seattle, gosh, that friggin' hurt. Seahawks up 20 to 3 in, Wa- in Washington. They just picked off Dwayne Haskins, third quarter. You're like, ah, oh, it's over. And Seattle goes to sleep. They just go into coast mode, don't even try, and Washington ends up coming in the back door with Haskins. Total garbage. Um, Haskins is terrible. So that made it 5 and 2, and then the Arizona Colts teaser. Uh, so teasers were profitable this weekend, folks. Made a six and two, so we're up to 60, 47, and five. Getting hot. I mean, folks, we're rolling right now. Things are good. Let me give out one more winner, and this one's going to be tough to stomach. I'm sure some of you are going to be like, Jay, 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 I can't touch this. Are you crazy? You want to lay it with Pittsburgh on Monday night football at two tutties? Yes, I did. I got 13 and a half before the news on, um, uh, was it Friday, that it was going to be Ryan Finley. Um, and I took 14 too. Now, you could still get some 14s. Um, I suggest 
trying very hard to get a 14, 14 and a half, obviously not ideal. Um, grab a 14, it might be juiced. But I'm telling you, I've seen the Ryan Finley experience, and it is awful. I was backing the Bengals against Washington earlier this season. The game Burrow got hurt, and Burrow moved the ball up and down the field against Washington, and they missed like two field goals and an extra point. It was ugly. Burrow goes down. Ryan Finley comes in off the bench. The rest of the game, 21 plays, 25 yards. I mean, Ryan Finley is yikes. After that game, they were so, oh my gosh, he's awful. They called up Brandon Allen from the practice squad and started him. He's now hurt. They've got to go back to Finley. Steelers already dismembered Burrow earlier this season. I know it's a big number, and this is a perfect letdown spot for Tomlin. Um, this is just a play significantly against Ryan Finley. And there's a Pittsburgh team who's lost two in a row. Um, this You could argue that this should be 16. That's how bad Finley is. Even if he's able to get them a touchdown, a fluke touchdown, 10 points. The Bengals' defense just lost Geno Atkins, their best defensive lineman. They're not good to begin with. This feels like at 30-10 to 10 Steelers in a walkover. Like, it's the kind of night where Rob G will say to his wife, you know, we should go look at Christmas lights, drive around with our baby, and let's just go, look, you know, take the new ride out for a spin, and let's look at Christmas lights. Like, who cares about Ryan Finley and the Bengals? So that's what I recommend. I laid it. Let's get one more winner in. And um, we'll talk to you tomorrow. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of SI's new podcast, Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered some of the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. And now that continues on our show. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 